Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is the week seven, week seven recap. Uh, breaking down a whole lot of bad. Uh, Justin and I were even worse than that in our predictions. Uh, so we'll try to make up for what we didn't know. I guess Justin did a little better. We'll get into it. But uh, Justin, are you ready? Go Rutgers. There we go. Burke, let's go. of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. You check them out at facevalueclothing.com. Two things. Number one, Zach, I saw you in Chi-Town. Uh, face value under a flannel type denim shirt. Classic look. One of the best looks you can possibly have. Thank you. So shout out you for repping the brand in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, comment number two, after last week's ad, got a text from the owner saying FV outerwear slash golf gear is with the thought bubble. Uh, so stay a look at that. I'm hoping maybe I get some, I got to do some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here is just, you know, uh, thought processes with them about, Hey, what can we make this look like? What can we do? And they're going to have an army in Virginia if we get that rolling. So, yeah. Um, you know, big accountability there by the owner at face value. I mean, yep. to, to step up and, and text, not, not even a group chat, which I like both individual shots back at us, mm-hmm. uh, making sure he's aware. But, you know, I also had care about something in my ear too, saying, Hey, we've looked at stuff. Hey, we've really? liked some things. Hey, we've looked at some cheap options that we can make. I said, Tyler, it could be the cheapest thing you got. Yeah. I don't care. You put a damn polo on it. Say it, call it golf. I'm buying it. So exactly. Um, look, are we, are we making them better by competing with each other? I don't know. I don't know. We've always said competition, you know, that's how you get better. You practice like you play. All right. Iron sharpens iron. And I think yeah. we're, we're seeing that, you know, come. No, it was good to be in Chicago. Um, didn't go to TBE, sadly. Um, due right. to some apartment issues at Owens. Mm. So stayed somewhere else. Um, Tyler and I got to do our Hey Ya um, yeah. on stage. Love those snaps. It's become a real staple of ours. Tyler went into the crowd um, and then kind of just fades away sometimes. And I don't realize it. So, yeah, it was a good time. Always fun to be there. But early morning driving back to the game. I know I said on the preview I wasn't going to go, but um, got a text from Joe. Um, talked about the importance of investments. And so uh, <laughs> my ass was in a seat on Sunday. I'll just say that. I love that. Yeah, when you texted uh, these Cleveland fans are obnoxious, I was like, what What do you mean they're like? Are you like just watching that? Like you're just seeing that from the broadcast? What are we talking about there? So – that was uh that was funny. Yeah, I mean, I I thought for you that's a good game to go to. Uh, although necessary, I guess the outcome was you wanted. We're gonna get in that, but obviously, fun environment. We had Mitch and I had some buddies texting us uh before the game at like eleven o'clock who are Browns fans from college and we're like, hey, where's like the tailgate scene in India yet? Like, what's it like? Where are we looking for? Kind of thing. Like, is there like an area? And Mitch was like, I. 
I have no idea. Like, there's not really anything. I was like, yeah, the bars are fun, uh, but fellas, this is no dog pound type of thing. So you're going to kind of have to peruse around the stadium to find it. So curious to hear yeah. your thoughts once we get into that. Yeah, they showed out. Yeah, we'll get into it. They showed out. Um, golf lesson today struggled on the course this weekend, according to the 18 birds, according to your texts. Uh, it sounds like we found something, though, possibly to build on this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you look at Justin, how was your weekend, right? Oh, you played 45 holes of golf. Uh, every team won in every way. I'm still trying to confirm my last fantasy football team, but literally nothing. But you're like, all right, well, the golf didn't play well um, to my standards. And then, you know, is the Giants a win? You truly a win. But yeah, golf wise, uh, you know, just kind of going through a little slump in kind of some old habits came out and we're trying, you know, sure. really it's just those wrist positions just releasing it a little too early. And I'm, I'm, I'm chunking maybe a little bit and the putting uh, the course that I am a member at sanded their greens and because the member guesses this weekend and boy, did they make these greens fast. You tap the ball <laughs> and it rolled like you had, you, it was when you played, uh, what was that last weekend? It was wet and uh, the sand was still there but it's yeah. all settled in now. And I was the guy who gives me a lesson. I was talking about it. He was like, I've never seen him that quick in my life. So that caused problems when you average three putts per hole through uh, the front or through a nine hole round on Friday and the first front night on Saturday, uh, yeah. you ma it makes you want to throw some things in the water. So, but we move on, we move forward. I'm really excited about today's lesson and about where we're going to go from here. So Good. definitely excited for that. Um, and congratulations to Rutgers. Um, nothing gets me going like beating IU. I wasn't fully aware they were playing the football game. I had sent a text about how the basketball team was doing. It was poor, poor timing. I didn't realize I was <laughs> in the car. I saw a tweet and I fired it and I looked, I'm like, Oh, that's yeah. I wasn't even trying to like be down on my, like, Oh my God. It was kind of like a joke. And I'm like, you know what? They're, they're playing a football game, but you answered it well. So congrats on, on going bowling. But in, in regards to the secret scrimmage, you know, you texted, Hey, we're over 10. We took them to double OT. We're down 20. We didn't win, but I like the fight that we're showing and we're trying to fight Patino's team. I really like, you know, this Rutgers team may not be the most talented that I've had the last couple of years. Really the expectations are just get me to next year, but like to see the fight, like to see the freshmen. So I think this is going to be a fun Rutgers basketball year. Yeah. Love the secret scrimmages, even though they're not secret anymore, which has made it even better. Um, classic Butler just not in them, but that's okay. Say, um, did they, and also have they always have they always had it where it's like you people attend them? No, that was really different. Okay. Cause I, every it wasn't, I don't think it was like an exhibition setup either, like for charity, like some of these teams are doing. Yeah. So I, I bet it was a beat writers, big donors, boosters type thing. I, I doubt it was like an open invite, maybe students. The Rutgers game in the North Carolina, North Carolina game. I just saw a picture and you could see the, uh, the stands and they were pretty filled. And then the St. John's, I mean, they were playing in their St. John's stadium, which is a Madison square garden. So it's a little smaller, but it was, it was filled. At least one side of it was completely filled. So. Yeah. Can't wait. Great, great stuff. College basketball. It'll be a great season. Um, on the football side, I have now, I got a little confused from my writing here because. And I, I, I have I that. I gained one game on you. Okay. So I have Miami and Seattle and you had Detroit and Buffalo. And Buffalo wasn't a double digit, so I didn't. No, no, no. Or, so you're good. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I had you at five and seven to me at three and nine. Luckily, Seattle won by 10. So, so I get to four and eight. Back. Yep. Um, I went 0 and four uh, before the Baltimore game. So that was, I went one and one and six in the one o'clock slate. Yeah. The one o'clock, I, I don't know if we want to get, I was going to give a BVF update, but I don't know if we want to hop into that Let's first. Start with that. 
Okay. BVF update. Uh, some things. Um, number one sold out of our Daniel Jones position. So we'll get into that kind of comments there. Uh, took a big hit, had some margin calls, had some people we had to answer to, but kept the fund afloat. Well, you know, maybe we'll have some chapter eight bankruptcy laws that we have to maybe look at, but the funds afloat, we're still working. Um, Brandon Staley. I think that after this loss, like you said, I think that these shorting positions we're going to, we're going to cash in on. I think that he's not going to have a job starting next year. So that's good. The Vikings, uh, I, last time I checked, been, or I don't have my office set up yet. Kirk but, threw a pick to start the game, and then CMC fumbled it back. Now the Vikings are punting. Okay. Well. Oh, wait, third and 12. Third and 12. So, kind of a weird start. No. Yeah. You're probably ahead. I'm watching on stream East. I have it on the uh, the phone. I probably should just put it on my phone. That'd be probably a good idea, but I use a score, so I'm not going to do Kirk that, actually. Kirk drops back, third and 12, looking, looking, firing over the middle. TJ Hawkinson, first down, Vikings. There you go. All righty. Uh, so, uh, you know. The Vikings right now, our position is, hey, let's lose this year. Let's tank for a quarterback. Caleb Williams kind of losing money there. Uh, and then Drake May loses to freaking North Virginia, though. So it's like, yeah. Geez. So it's just, well, the North Carolina, I mean, not North, the Notre Dame game was bad. The Utah game wasn't, I mean, he led a, no. a last second drive to take the lead and right. then our last Very minute drive, points. they just left too much time on for the defense. Uh, Baker, kind of just, you know, no up or down on that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Campbell. You asked me last week with an update. That's a tough one. Well, because remember though, we have that. Uh, I forget what the option is, but you know, like we're we don't get all the upside, but we also don't get all the downside. We're kind of in a margin. Yeah. So uh, honestly, we're in a better spot in terms of lost, you know, lost upside. So we're kind sure. of doing better there. Dak, you could argue my Dak position is right right now. Yeah. yeah, that might be my best position on the fund right now. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles. Last night kind of turned that the other way. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller, it went up on. So it did get up. that went up last week. Uh, the commanders that went that that's going my way right now. I thought they were a bad football team. They're losing games. So we're good there. And last but not least, Josh Allen, which we'll get into, uh, could not, could not have predicted this better about what this Josh Allen team is after the last two weeks. They've really only had one good football game. We'll get into them. But although the Daniel Jones position is a loss cause, yes, you could argue the rest of my my portfolio is is doing very, very well. It is. It is. I mean, people are calling him triple A bond Josh Allen. Yep. So I mean, he's back. I mean, we'll get into it. But yeah, I think you're doing a better job than I expected. Um, I was really worried right off that Giants win with the Waller and Jones take. We've lost Jones. Waller, he's breathing. You've got you've got some some life there. Obviously, Kelsey didn't help the case there this weekend, but at least we got to see what Darren Waller looks like actually playing the position of tight end, getting a football in his hands. Mm-hmm. So overall, I think you're doing a really good job. I think you're doing better than I expected, to be honest. So yeah, sometimes long season. Yeah, long it's season. Just you want. Yeah. And sometimes it's just one of those things where, hey, instead of just saying these a take every week. I'm glad that I have this to hold me a accountable. Like if you're going in the fund, you're a take that I'm going to have to really ride with, but B to really show myself, like how am I hitting? So, Oh, I have a take for today's pod later on. Okay. That I think you'll be intrigued by. I love intriguing takes. I love intriguing takes. Let's get into uh, the games started on Thursday night, Jacksonville uh, with an impressive win over new Orleans. They get up big. They kind of fall asleep. Um, 
And then Trevor Lawrence finds a way late at the end. This is a tough team. It's a better team than I give them credit for. They do have these lapses, which is why I would be concerned about them in the playoffs. I still think the Texans can catch them for the South, but um, an impressive win on the road on short notice or shorthanded with, with your guys being banged up. But I think from the text that we had sent, the biggest takeaway is um, just Derek Carr being a total bitch on full display. Yep. Couldn't, couldn't agree more with all of that. I think number one is a, this is kind of what Jacksonville is right now. Like, can they finish? Um, we'll see. But the, the Saints really lost this one, kind of pulling themselves back. But Derek Carr, man, like he just has – if you were to make – like to have somebody who doesn't really know watch, like doesn't really know football to watch like 32 quarterbacks, I think Derek Carr would stand out to that eye. It's so visible of just like when he gets pressure in the face and some of those like just pure touch passes, he just yep. doesn't have and they're just disgusting uh obviously i will say this is a different game uh with the foster moreau drop so we kind of have to mention sure. that but it was on the fingertips which means it's catchable but also yeah, like a little too much air there Derek carr so i think it goes both ways but uh so don't want to forget about that foster moreau drop but yeah i i think we learned i personally i had jacksonville this was the game i expected i didn't expect to blow up but i also expect this saints offense when I, they needed the drive to falter a little bit yeah. um and here we are yeah, no, you're right on. And yeah, I think for Carr, it's not just that. It's the immediate finger pointing. Like, he barely even gets the ball out before he starts yelling at someone. It's just like, I don't know. It's so lame. It's just not It's not and it. For a guy that's like this leader guy, it's just not it. It's he's bizarre. A, he's a guy, too, where it's like, dude, are you really injured? I, I swear to God, on the fourth down, he got up holding one shoulder, and he walked to the sidelines, like, holding the other shoulder. It's like, what? I, if you're going to pretend well, to be injured, at least make it the same bar. I couldn't agree more. And if you don't mind, we can just segue right into the next one. Uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> he comes out. There's a lot on this game, not just because it's my team. This game was freaking nuts. Um, he comes out, throws a terrible check down, just gives up on the play immediately, completely misses the running back. Then comes out, rolls to his right, throws a horrible interception. Horrible. They get the ball back. He, I think, maybe gets sacked um, after their touchdown run. And then he rolls left and gets he gets to hit hard, but he throws another horrible, horrible pass that Kenny Moore somehow doesn't catch um, and ended up being incomplete. And then he goes down, and you're like, all right, he's, he's hurt. It's his shoulder again. But then you check the tweets, and it's like Deshaun Watson has been um, – has cleared concussion protocol. So it wasn't his shoulder – but he cleared the concussion protocol, so he could have gone back in. And for the next three hours, he sits in this big trench coat with his helmet on and his hoodie, his, his beanie over his helmet. And I, I think it was this decision by Kevin Stefanski that said, I have a better chance to win with P.J. Walker, who went 15 of 32 for 170 yards and a pick. Granted, credit at the end. But, like, D Deshaun could have played, and this was about my $224 million quarterback being worse than PJ Walker. I it's didn't crazy. know he cleared concussion protocol. I assumed it was a shoulder, which I think they're now saying as a, as like a, cause I, I don't up. think they know what to do with this. Well, if you watch the replay, his shoulder didn't hit the ground. Uh, no, he, you kind of see the head do that, right? Yeah. I, that's why I figured it was. And then the way he just laid there, I'm like, Oh, he yeah. just got knocked out. But if you no, cleared concussion protocol, 
and also for the NFL, like how many guys they just pull out of concussion. Like the, you think about the Miami game last night where it's like, it took a while for them to clear that one, the safety, then he comes back in, but the linebacker stayed in, in the locker room. Uh, Yeah. That's, I think that tells you everything you need to know as a Browns fan. And it sucks because, I, I mean, let's get into the madness of this game. I, one, it was really cool to see Miles Garrett live. And what he did to our team, uh, it's a good thing I don't care necessarily to the degree I did because that would have sucked. It's not like we weren't double teaming him. It's not like even the, I thought Shane Steichen, who I'll get to, you know, trying to throw the ball to the end zone. I hate when they double team and you chip them outside. Like you yeah. do the chip outside because then the tackle has to try to get outside more and then so he just kept running he just ran he just runs right by it all just ran right by him and and so he gets the strip sack in the end zone he gets another strip sack during the game and then he squat jumped over us to block a kick like what do you do he's i I mean mitch mitch has said it yeah that was an argument in 533 for that was a 4 a.m yeah greatest athlete we've seen in sports and i'm telling you i mean they were chanting miles garrett in the crowd great cleveland crowd they were chanting it i about wanted to get in i mean it was really impressive what he did because their offense didn't do anything they would get their points all from these bizarre turnovers they got four of them so it was a really weird game but uh on the flip side you know a a tough loss for indy shane steichen really bad at the end of the half but like shane steichen 459 yards against this browns defense um, the tweet that's been going out a lot. We scored over 20 points in every game we played. Gardner has eight turnovers in eight quarters, and we're still producing this much offense. Like Shane's sick. We were doing yeah. motion on every play. Like we had guys doing the like where they'd run around the quarterback and come back, like just nuts to try to do anything to get yards. And we, I mean, we drove all over them. Their defense was bad, and I guess it was bound to happen for this defense. But you didn't even expect it against this team. Certainly not. So, you know, I, I was really happy with how he played. It was good to see Jonathan Taylor. He's back. Uh, he looked great. Josh Downs is going to be a, just a really good pro for a really long time. Um, and yeah, I was proud. And the, and the defense, yeah, I, obviously the flag at the end was horrific. Like, yeah. I don't even mind the pass interference one because I get the ball's going out of bounds. It wasn't catchable. The legal contact where we stripped him and he Amari Cooper pushed our guy down. I, I don't know how they called that. I don't. So that sucked. That really sucked. Yeah. But you also can't let PJ Walker drive down the field. So I, I really don't sympathize that much. And I don't know, for me, putting myself in the body of a Colts fan, like, did you want to win this game? Like, is that the perfect, is that the perfect outcome where it's like, you just put up 38 points with a backup quarterback against, in a hate, you're like, my favorite thing was your text where you're like, this is a historical defense. Like you just put up that many points and that many yards against a historical defense. Like you showed fight and you lost and you get to say to yourself, we lost because of a bad play. I mean, a bad flag. Yep. And yep this could come down to the end of the year where it's like how, what draft slot you get. So I think it's one of those things where if I'm an indie fan, this is as perfect of a game as like, give me, you know, what is it? Three and four, give me 10 more of those. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, I, I, it sucked. It just sucks leaving a stadium like that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just very excited about the future of this team. It, it's clear that we're going to be a good team with the coaching we have with Taylor and the weapons we have. So uh, I'm excited. And for Cleveland, um, this decision of of bringing in Deshaun is going to be all time because you have a defense that is historic, despite, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't going to be this good for all season. But to be four and two uh, with this offense that is non-existent, uh, other than they get penalties and Jerome Ford broke one run, 
to be four and two because of this defense and special teams. I mean, their kicker hit three fifty plus yarders. Like, so that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, but for them to be four and two, it, it's cool for Cleveland, but also like, I can't believe how bad Deshaun is and that we did this because it's going to hurt them for years to come. Well, if you're a Cleveland fan, you're saying we're a quarterback away right now. They're the most, the most quarterback team away. Great offensive line, receiver one, Cooper, best defense, great special teams. And, it's and not it sucks because imagine if they had Chubb that it's oh my God. one of those things where you're like this, like they, they have the ability right now to kind of do something to shock this AFC, which I feel like is more down than people expected. And AFC sucks. it, it, your whatever most highest paid quarterback is non-existent and weird. So yep. I don't feel bad because it's him. No, personally. Like, no, I mean, I, I, right. I was very vocal when he got hurt about being excited and, and Colts fans were too. Like when you see that guy go down, I said it before the game, I wanted, I wanted him to go down and I don't yeah. care. It's the only guy I would say that about because he's a horrible yeah, like, person. If this was, if you put like Joe Burrow in this situation, you're like, you feel awful yeah. for the fans. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's but Deshaun Watson. I, that Cheers. guy could rot on the bench with a beanie over his actual football helmet for ever. And I would, and the Browns matter. fans at the game are, are just as bad as Colts. Like they, they hate him. Like, cause yeah. they're like, you, you're a, you don't show up. Like you don't care. You're not playing. So they, they hate him more than, than we do. It's one of those things where you're like, you know, if you're a Browns fan and he's, he's succeeding on the field, like, let's just be honest here. Browns fans. Like you're like, yeah, okay. Like yep. we're just, let's just worry about the on-field product. But the fact that the on-field product has been non-existent yeah. the entire time he's been there. Yeah. You're already I making me feel bad. And now you suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a bad spot for them, but yeah, four and two crazy football game. Um, entertaining though. A lot of fun. Uh, mm -hmm. Michael Pittman came out very upset this morning, but you know, that's just receivers. So they're going to do that. Guy that's ninth, ninth in the league in targets is upset. He's not getting the ball. So are they like, is it just like a shtick now? Like you remember back in the day when it was like T.O. and Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like, Oh, T.O. is lifting in is He's doing a workout in his front yard. And it was for the entire morning on ESPN in the summer was like, what is T.O. going to do? Like, blah, 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 blah. And now it's just every receiver. Like, it was fun when it was like the few. And like DK, DK is in his own world. Like, he's truly a diva. And there's some guys where like, they're. but then I feel like these other guys where it's like, are you a diva? Like, Stefan Diggs, personally, like, are you a diva? Or are you just doing this? it's totally like I noticed because the Colts bench is the opposite of me. We missed him on a deep ball earlier and he was clearly visibly upset more than he usually shows. And then I, I told my dad on the sideline, he was not sitting with the offense. So I was waiting for this comment today. And yeah. I think he's going to get paid this summer, whether it should be us might be another team. And I think like his agent just said, Hey, Taylor just got paid. It's been a couple of weeks. Let's start throwing a, a little fit, you know, let's yeah. just start playing the game. So I think it's just part of playing the game. You know, maybe he's a so real too. competitor. I don't think he's drama. He was pissed we lost. So that's part of it. He had a great touchdown, but it is. Receivers are just in this full, just fake diva world now. And I will say before like diva, divas became a popular thing because now every team it's like, oh, he's a diva. Odell. Yeah, here we go. Was never a diva. No. Odell just really, like Odell, you never heard Odell go publicly about targets and about, uh, paying you only heard odell go public facial reactions on the sideline could argue that well no 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 but that was losing that was okay. losing okay that, that's what i was gonna say you only saw odell go get uh upset about losing fair enough no sure. misunderstood. Misunderstood. I'm trying misunderstood. To 
Yes. I'm trying to figure out like my dad is coming this weekend and like bringing all my indie stuff. I'm like, where, where do I put my Odell Jersey? And I have to make sure that the, that's always visible. So. Yep. So tough loss for the Colts, uh, but we'll get into what I think about them later on. Um, Next one, Buffalo at New England. I mean, I mean, Justin, we, we would, I feel like we do this every other week where I, I give you this pedestal to be on for, always being anti-Bills. And here we are again. I mean, pathetic. This they are who we thought score. they were. Yeah. They are who we thought they, they were. They can't score. They're trying to make Josh, like I thought it was good what they were doing, but now these long drives just set them up for failure. They can't do it. Like you have to make them play erratic, but then you're going to lose doing that. Uh, this defense lost a lot. And they, like there, there are tiers and the Chiefs are tier one. We're talking about the Ravens. They're clearly tier two. Then you've got like the Bengals and Jags kind of in tier three. I don't know if the if the Bills are even tier three. I don't know how we can keep saying that. And the Dolphins are tier two probably still. Like, how can you say the Bills are even like with the Bengals and with the – like, they're, they're a bad team. I think they're poorly coached. I think they're poorly play call. Like, play calling I think is poor. And I just think that I don't, I don't like Josh Allen in terms of what – I shouldn't say that I don't like Josh Allen. I don't like that there's this whole narrative about him being like one of the best. And I think that they put more, they like the way that they design their offense and the way that they play call. I I forget what the stat was, but it's like, it's like 75% of their plays are pass plays. Like what? I don't care what quarterback you, you have 75% of your plays being pass plays is absurd. And this goes back to the thing. I know I say it, like all the time because to me over the past three seasons, it is the most clear as day, like get a power running game. Yep. Be able to, in these like last week, I know they ended up winning, but it wasn't because of the running game this week where it's like, just be able to run the ball, like make it where it's like, all right, we're going to go 50% runs, 50% passes. You don't need Josh Allen to throw the ball over 40 times every single game. Try to get a running game going. Make guys come into the box. Make them respect your run game. And then you have guys like Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, Dalton Kincaid, Dal- or, uh, Dawson Knox. Knox. Dawson Knox. I knew it was a D now. I couldn't figure out which one it was. Uh, like, let them then use that space to work in. But they've never had a power running game. Over 70% of their plays are pass plays. They just have Josh Allen running around here and there with no, no schematic thought to it. And this is the result you get. You barely beat the New York Giants last week. And then what teams thought was the worst team in the league who has their two best defenders at two important positions, probably the arguably the two most important positions on the defense out. You can't do anything to, to them until the end of the game. Bad turnovers, bad drives, and your defense is let's Mac Jones, who credit to him, uh, has his first mm-hmm. game winning drive on like the fifth time with the ability to and that kind of reminds me side note next year when we look at like all right how do these one game losses or one game wins flip it's like new england's had like four three or four one possession losses so fun thing yeah no it was impressive by mac you gotta give him credit drove him down the field actually finished it this time but yeah it's just buffalo is I'm, i'm struggling to even find this team like they'll still beat i don't know man it's just hard to predict where they're gonna be can you say they're a playoff team right now? I, I don't Is that an overreaction? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, they're not as of now, they're not winning the division. They're four and three. I don't know how they catch Miami, even with the win over them. 
Yeah. So. I don't, I, I don't I see don't it. Know. I don't know. I, 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 if I were a betting man, I would say that they're going to make the playoffs right now. But I, there's no – now you have to go on the road. I would have no confidence if I'm a Bills fan in what we're doing. But um, I'm not going to say this is Josh Allen issue because I think it goes deeper, but I don't think Josh Allen is all that he's said to be. That's kind of my point. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, next Man, one, I'm sorry New York Football you. Giants. Oh, what's that time? I'm sorry for you because that's – last year it was me. This year Yeah, we're you. done. I'm, we both learned our lesson there. Survivor have to win a game. You think Buffalo, a division Bills mid mid season, don't worst team in the league. Yeah. There you go. I feel like you lost right around this week, too. I did. And I need the Niners to win, actually. So what's going on here? I always yeah, forget. They're about, to, a, oh, they're they're about to kick a field goal. No good. Wide right. Jake Moody <laughs> missed again. Uh am I slurring by the way? I've had a bottle of wine, so. Sounds right. All right, good. God, this is good. I, I was All right, well, let's talk about something that is good. New York Giants won a football game. New York Giants won a football game. Yeah. Um, the defense, I I love this defense. Like, this is the defense that I haven't had for the last 10 years. This defense is fun. Kayvon's starting to turn up. Deon- like, Deontay Banks is locking guys down. And for a rookie, like the stats that he has uh, – are awesome. Um, Wink is kind of, I know it's Washington, so like he can have a little fun, but Wink was in his bag, like throwing Sam Howell on a, in a spin, pressuring him on third down, just having fun. I think it was like we had six and a half sacks weeks one through six, and we had five at one point yesterday. So I think the takeaway from this game is the defense. Um, just keep building it's kind of one of those things where we have a lot of young talent, luckily. So we have a lot of guys that we don't have to necessarily worry about signing. We have, you know, if Kayvon can keep this up, if Deontay Banks can keep this up. If Mike and McFadden can keep this up, we have Bob O'Karagi locked in just kind of, Hey, let's, and we have sexy Dexy locked in Leonard Williams can go kick rocks. Like we have so many guys where it's like this, this is a defense that we can really build around um, and, and kind of be, you know, the footprint of this team. And then when we bring in a quarterback, Hey, we have Darren Waller. We have Wandale Robinson, who played great yesterday. Who knows what Saquon will happen? I could care less about that situation. Um, we have Jalen Hyatt, who's looking more fun every week. So it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, all right, it, it's good to see the guys who I need to feel promised for the future playing the way that I expect them to play. That's my big takeaway. Did I want to win this game? No, because I, I really am all tank. I am purely tank right now. And since I wasn't like as locked into the game, I had it playing in the golf cart. Like I wasn't like sitting on my couch, like this is my Sunday. Uh, I was, you know, I'm like, whatever, win or lose. Cause I really do want a good quarterback. I don't want it to be the 15th pick and I have to take the sixth quarterback. And it's like, who am I going to convince myself on? Like Van Dyke, he sucks. I don't want Van Dyke, but if we draft him 15th overall, like I have to convince myself that Van Dyke is the guy. So that's why I kind of want to lose right now. Um, but yeah, and my one comment is anybody who's like, oh, Tyrod Taylor should play over Daniel Jones. like. You're an idiot. I don't know what to tell you. You don't know how to run a front office. Uh, Tyra Taylor is a 34-year-old journeyman quarterback, and Daniel Jones is a guy who just paid four years. And next year, although next year is like his last year, you kind of want to see what you have. So I hate that that conversation is even going on on Giants Twitter. No one should ever, like, what is Tyrod going to do for us? I will say, shout out Tyrod, because him, he's been 
I think Daniel Jones has a 46% pressure rate and Tyra Terry has a 48% pressure rate. Daniel Jones has been sacked 16% of times. Uh, Tyra Taylor has been sacked 6% of times. So hopefully Daniel can learn something from Tyra in that sense. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, I mean, look, he scored for the Tyrod lovers. It was 14 points against not a great defense. Now I know they missed a field goal and there was another turnover, but it's not like they went out there and lit him up, but yeah. Tyrod puts them in better positions than Daniel has. So I get, I get why people would say that. Um, it was fun. It was, I, I got to watch the highlights on this. It was just fun. First off, if I was the commander's front office, I would fire Ron Rivera yesterday. Yep. Like, and it's not indicative of the Giants. It is 14 to 7 on the 10 yard line, fourth quarter, fourth and three, and Ron Rivera lines up for a field goal. You deserve to have it blocked. Um, yep. That was unbelievable that they didn't try to score there. Um, what do we always say? Like, when you need points, go for points. Like, when you, when you haven't been there all, all game, why would you not just try to get seven? And it is so. the possession math. A yeah. Field goal limits um, you to still needing a touchdown. It's so dumb. It was good. It was fun to see D- Dabble fired up though after it. And like the team, you know, it's just fun to see. They these guys win. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Like it's they a do. young team. Like they, they don't, and you know, the NFL is different than the NBA. in a lot of those ways where like the NBA, you have eight guys coming back next year. Like the NFL roster turnover is so crazy. Like these guys are like, I need to win right now um, because I don't even know if I'm going to have a team next year. So I was happy for them in that sense. Well, um, you're not gonna like my next part because I have a take. And it's not an overreaction to the Giants because I know they just beat the Commanders fourteen to seven. We're not, oh, you know, boy, here we go. We're not running around in the street, are we? We're not. No. You know, we're, not no. we're not. We're not throwing parties. We're not. You know, we beat the Commanders fourteen to seven. Um, Colts and Giants win the next four out of the next five games. Both teams. Both teams. And let's just let's run through it. with the Giants. We have a pretty crappy schedule. Let's run through it. You know what it is. You've already seen it. You've already done it in your head without admitting it. So here we go. The Giants play the Jets first. They're playing Zach Wilson in a bad offense. Now, that Jets defense against your offense could overcome that because I don't think we gave first enough team credit. To 10. First team of 10. I don't think we gave <laughs> enough credit in the preview to how bad the commander's O-line is and what your defense could do to that because yeah. it was the difference. Um, so let's say, yeah, you beat them. Raiders, we'll get to them. Feel pretty good there now, don't we? Cowboys, you're going to lose that. At Commanders, you have the Commanders number. And then New England at home. And then the Packers, then the Saints. <laughs> yeah, well, let's just stay at five there. Let's stay at five. Just saying. Let's stay at five. So you got five there, okay? Colts. Only team that scored over 20 points in every game this season. Wow, that's say, a fun stat. We, Shane. Shane yeah. Steichen. Only team in the NFL. Uh, we have the Saints at home. We go to the Panthers. We play New England and Germany. We have the Bucks at home. And then we go at the Titans. And look, are, are we going to come on here next week? Because every week we go into a week, we say, what do we want? And the opposite happens every time. So we'll both come on here next week after we both lose. And I'll be done with the take. But as of now, four of our next five, both games. There you go. I'm going to say we're going to lose next week. If we win, I'm going to say we're going to lose every week. Because now I'm like, and that's, okay, so that's a different conversation. If, like, for you, where I'm like, I understand why people want Tyrod, where I'm like, I'm using the season as a loss. So like, why would I want a 34 year old journeyman? Who's not going to be a face of my franchise. Um, I would keep Tyrod. And then if we just start winning games, like, there's no reason yeah. to pull him. I took us today plus four twenty five to make the playoffs. Where would the giants are? I mean, you've got to be lower than that. I would bet you're lower. I mean, you're a game and a half out. So maybe not. Are we really got it. <laughs> the NFL. Is so straight bad this year. Um, we're going to be in the hunt. The Vikings are going right down the field. Yeah, this is not good for me. Um, um, they need me out there watching. Yeah, I mean, it's just 
What am I trying to get to? NFL. I could probably find it faster. Do, 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 do. We are looking at futures. We're looking at to make the playoffs. Chiefs, Lions, Falcons, Cardinals, Ravens, Bills, Panthers, Bears. Dude. The Giants are plus 2,500. <laughs> Sprinkle. What's my debit card information? <laughs> Sprinkle. So, yeah, look, it's just something to think about. We'll be going over it each week um, and see how it does. But I feel good about it. I feel good about it. It has nothing to do with our teams being good. So it's just about the NFL being awful. Yeah. So there we go. Anything. I mean, um, the Giants had such a dagger of a first eight games. So seven, six, yeah. I guess. Uh, if we beat Buffalo last week, I would be all in right now. Right. All in. We didn't we'll see. Buffalo. I'll, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Yep. Um, next one, Detroit at Baltimore. Whew. This is the Baltimore team that you and I this summer were like, this team's awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm here for the overreactions. Like, this is the team that's going to compete double pass Jordan Addison. Down to the seven. Oh my God. Okay. Um, that's not good. This is the only thing that wouldn't go my weekend. Why then? Oh, I'm a yep. loser. And uh, this is probably the thing that I care about the most right now. You're right. Yeah. Except for Rutgers making a bowl game. Anyways, this is the Baltimore team that we expected. This is the Baltimore team we want. Do we think it was going to be this degree? Probably not. I mean, that was crazy. Are you worried about Detroit? Are you worried about Detroit in the playoffs? Where's your Detroit level at after this game? Um, Detroit goes Raiders, Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. Okay, so, so they're going to go 15 and one. Yeah, uh, they're, they're fine. Like, but the thing is, is that now let's look at their first whatever games Chiefs, which was a good win. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Bucks. Yep. Not a lot of top tier competition on this schedule. Uh, arguably the easiest schedule in the NFL where it's like, Besides the Chiefs and the Ravens, like somebody else is going to make the playoffs, but not a competitive schedule, not a schedule where you look at guys like those pretty much two teams on that schedule where you're like, that team is, can get make it to the Super Bowl. So yeah. my worry about the Lions is, um, A, like when it comes to playoff time and you have teams like the Eagles and the Niners, like how are we going to compete? I still think that the NFC runs through Ford Field right now just because of the way that they've been able to punch out teams and how yep. Dan Campbell is going to get this team to respond. But when you look at the rest of that schedule, not a lot of competition. So for me, it's like when I look back, um, come playoff time, assuming that they're in it, it's, you know, you barely beat the chiefs week one. Would you beat the chiefs now? I don't know. And then you got yep. ran out of the stadium against the Baltimore Ravens. So that is more of my concern, not necessarily a concern about this Lions team right now, because I don't think there's any doubt that they're going to win the division. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, you said it last week in the preview pod of the remaining schedules of the top NFC teams, the Lions, they have one more game outside of this that, right. That was above 500. That was a real contender. So and it was it's Tampa. not really, was it, was it like Tampa? It was somebody who was bad. It was just, yeah, that's not even, yeah, scary. Um, it's not even a fake it till you make it thing for me because I think they're better than that, but you know, are, are they real, real contenders? Maybe not after seeing that. Uh, and then on the Baltimore side, it was just nice to see. It was fun to see Lamar that dialed in and how good they can be, because I think this is the team. Um, if you look at the AFC, that is the team that's going to compete with Kansas city. Uh, if you had to guess one right now, I mean, it's not that I, 
I'm not fully off Miami or anything, but Baltimore on both sides of the ball and three phases, I think is the closest thing that we can get to the Chiefs not making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was the biggest butt kicking we've seen, I would say, from a great team to a great team in some time in the NFL. It was pure domination. I don't think Detroit had a first down until it was 28-0. Um, and we've always said the thing about the Ravens is like, we just got to see it, man. Like there's so much talent. And this week we saw it. Can they continue to build on that? Hopefully they have a tough division when you look at it. I you can say what you want about the Steelers, you can say what we want to you can say what you want about the Browns, you can say what you want about the the Bengals. But um, they had a good start on the road. They're going to have some home division games. Yep. Hey, let's win those. You know, let's let's blow some teams out. Let's fight. Let's continue to build on this. And that's kind of a team that I'm going to want to watch week in and week out to see what do we have on the field today. Because if they don't co- become consistent, how can I expect them to win three or four games in a row yep. in the playoffs? Yep, I agree. I agree. But, you, I mean, you see that when they're at their best, that's as good as it's going to get in the league because that was, like you said, that was an ass-kicking um tj hawkinson just went down it's not good that. uh tight next one tight end week two yeah that's tough it's against kittle against your boy um like his boy uh raiders bears um i i don't have the energy to give you a tyson banjit thing i don't it was really impressive undrafted guy you know he threw for 170 yards but this was about the raiders what a joke like, I don't know. This is, I this just is don't even know. Yeah. I mean, that's, this is the Las Vegas Raiders. They play up to opponents and they play down to them even better. It was over from the start. It felt like no control of the game. Um, does Jimmy win this game? Maybe. I mean, Hoyer looked awful. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. Like it, it sucks. I feel bad for Mitch. Cause it's like every week it's like, all right, we won the game. You know, next week, let's continue to build on this, get some momentum running. And then you lose a game like this. Like, I, I kind of want to ask myself, like, look back, like, what's the longest Raiders winning streak since 2016? Because it doesn't feel like it's more than two. Like, they just cannot put together wins. And these are the losses that they get where it's like you might win two in a row against two pretty good teams. And you're like, all right, we got something going here. And then you absolutely get blown out against a, you know, bottom team in the league. Yep. So, I, I guess I guess we're out on the Raiders again. Um, I think this defense, I've kind of said that my worry about this team is their defense, their secondary. And they just had they just got the ball just run all over them. They got the ball thrown kind of all over them. I guess it wasn't, you know, but yeah, they got they got stopped. Yeah. Like just totally embarrassed. It was bad. It was a bad it Total was something that I had no I did not expect to happen. Yeah. So embarrassing for them Mitch yeah unfortunately now you gotta go I mean it's probably a team that ends up at that awful place of seven to eight wins and you're stuck in the middle which is what the he worst does place to be. he says so, it every year yeah it, it's sad that it's it's turning out to be that um and for the Bears whatever winning's fun especially if Carolina sucks so you know it's nice to win one it's fun for them uh next one Atlanta at Tampa I'm sorry yeah Atlanta at Tampa Bay we both were on Tampa Bay and you know, it was a close game till the end, but it's not one we deserved. Um, no. I think Ritter fumbled three times inside the 10. Uh, three times. If uh, Heineke doesn't start next week, then are we trying to win a division? <laughs> no. No, at this point, I, we can't keep saying that. We cannot yeah. keep saying this. Like, I, the fact that they won the game, 
Like, I don't know what it's going to take to get this guy out. He threw three picks last week, three fumbles this week. Like, what else do you want? All you're doing is trying to make yourself lose. So, of course, he does get them down the field again at the end. He's done that twice now. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. He's put, I, If I was an Atlanta fan, I'd, I'd be in hell. Like, this is it it's got to be so to, frustrating. There's one thing about being in the red zone. I mean, I've had it where it's like there's no confidence in the red zone. But for them, it's like when I have no confidence in the red zone, it's like we're going to get three, right? Like, oh, we're down 10. I know we're going to get three. We're not going to get seven. And I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to find a way to get seven. Atlanta fans, you're getting in the red zone, and you're like, I just hope we hold on to the football. That's all it is. I mean, how many red zone turnovers does he have in the last two weeks? Because I know all of his picks last week weren't necessarily red zone, but they felt like I think like one they of them were. is for sure, maybe two. It's, I think it's five. Yeah, that for is sure four. insane how bad that is. Insane. Totally inexcusable. And all I'm already putting the label next week's Big Ten West game of the week, Atlanta, Tennessee. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm watching that game. Arthur Smith revenge game, too, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's terrible. And on, on the Tampa Bay side, it's even more embarrassing. Your defense, you know, not very impressive to let Atlanta go down without B. John Robinson inside the 10 three times. Uh, but you do find a way to stop them, and your offense just gives you nothing all day. Because as we've said, it's a talented Atlanta roster. So their defense came to play. And um, a good reminder for Bucks fans that Baker is your quarterback, and this this can happen. This is what you get from Baker, man. Yep. You know? Yeah, it's never – it's run, not pretty. Like he's doing it. Yeah. No. But and the way he runs, did ah, the way he runs, man. Madman, madman, so funny. So good, good for Atlanta. Whatever, good for my division bet. But uh, the Raiders' stance holds. So um, what is the standings in this division right now? That's a good question. Standings. I mean, let's see. Four and three, three and three, three and four, zero oh and six. So everyone's. Pretty much in it still. Atlanta's two and zero in the division so far. Yeah, and then everyone else is one and one. So, well, the other two teams are one and one. Atlanta has the wins over. Wait, no. Atlanta and New Orleans, I don't think have played yet because Tampa Bay beat New Orleans. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the point of I mean that that playoff team is funny thing to look at. It's just a bad playoff team. Like, there's no way that that division has 10 wins. No. They're just going to come from each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and half of Atlanta wins our division. Atlanta has a minus 18-point differential. <laughs> New Orleans has a plus six. Because they who they blow out? New England. New England. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, these are kind of fun to look at. Uh, well, let's get to another one. The AFC North, Pittsburgh. The Ravens are five and two. Pittsburgh is now somehow four and two, and the Browns are four and two with the Bengals at three and three. We said it was going to be the best division. I don't think we meant it this way. No, but it's ugly right now. It's just competitive. This is the game we both had. This. This is just Pitt. Like, yep. TJ Watt somehow gets an interception. The Rams miss an extra point. There's one drive where Pittsburgh's like, "Oh, we're good. Let's throw it up to George Pickens," and all of a sudden they're tied, and then they take the lead, and you're like, looking up. And Pittsburgh's winning. It happens every single time. Yeah. I don't uh, get it. My two takeaways were Joey Porter Jr. is the second best corner in that draft class. Um, and Matt Canada. It was funny because they had that big touchdown and they showed him and he was celebrating oh, yeah. this time. And you're like, that was his play. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Give him the flowers. That yep. was his play. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's like 
I, they're so boring to watch. It's so awful. I mean, what's their remaining schedule? They've got, I just want to see like their next five. Jaguars, okay, Titans, Packers, Browns, Bengals, Cardinals, Patriots, okay, Colts. So I have no idea. I don't know. They could probably. Your game I, against I, I them. Your What's game that? against them hasn't hasn't had a date decided yet. That's I've never seen that before. Look, if we win four out of our five, that could be a Saturday night little primetime wow. game. I I I despise playing Pittsburgh. They take over the city with their towels, but um, that's like Rutgers getting the noon CBS kickoff. Like, hey, that is a special one. Six and two. That's, I mean, that yeah. Looking at that schedule did nothing for me. They could lose all those. They probably could win all those. I don't know. I don't know why I even tried. That I'm going to take a week by week, and I'm probably going to be wrong. Yep. Yep. So, and for the Rams, that we bad offense in the second half continues. This is I don't get it. Puka Cooper, they just can't figure out the rhythm to keep their offense going in the second halves of these games, and uh, they're just like this classic average weird team. So, not not impressed by them. I look at them as a rebuilding team. Um, you know, they have positions, but they're not consistent. I mean, they have guys that positions not consistent. I think that this is a team once they kind of get the salary cap opened up once they get some draft picks back. Cause you have to remember, I don't know if they have draft picks this year. Like they have, they don't have draft picks. Um, yep. If Stafford stays healthy, if McVay stays committed, if Cooper cup stays healthy, like, you know, Puka stays healthy. These are, this is a team that could cause problems, you know, in, in two years, I would say. And I, I think that they're just kind of having to go through just, Hey, we have, we are what we are. This is what we have as a team, but they have no cap space and no, no picks. So I'm kind of impressed by what they are as of now, but they're going to win. They're going to win some tough games. They're going to lose some tough games. They're just a definition of an average football team. Yeah. They're, they're just behind Tampa Bay for the seventh spot in the NFC. I mean, that seventh seed NFC team is going to be horrid. Who's going to be the two seed in the NFC right now? Probably Philly. San Francisco. Or Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Detroit's going to work their way back up. Philly oh, or San I didn't even, yeah, Philly or San Francisco. Right mm. now it's Philly, San Fran, both at six and one, five and one, then Detroit at five and two. I hope it's Philly just because it'd be funny if they lost. Okay. I would take Philly in that game. Uh, look, it would be a smart man to do so. Stafford but at Philly? It would be know. funny if they lost. That's what I'm saying. We'll get to them later. Um, a team that's the five overall seed, four and two sneakily, the Seattle Seahawks. Um you know, Gino made some Gino throws that were horrible, but the, uh, this Arizona team, we've said it for a couple weeks now. It's just, um, they still play hard. I, I still appreciate them, but the ride's over. This team's just not talented. Yeah. I think if they had a run game, I, I said it on the preview. I, I think this would have been a different game. Just watching it, uh, had eyes closed on this one for survivor purposes, which may not matter anymore. We'll see, but, um, really wanted Arizona defense played great. I thought, and, they would just get the ball. They had a couple times where they got the ball in Seattle territory with a buff punt, with a fumble, with a you know. I guess the pick was in Seattle red zone, but um, yeah, we're just not able to capitalize. You know, it was like big sack. Now we're kicking a field goal. And it's a long, excuse me, it's a long one. Um, so I guess Carol. I mean, Arizona, the Cardinals, they are what we thought they were, and Seattle. It's just a defense. It's a team that needs their defense. You know, they they almost won last week of their defense they beat the new york giants because of their defense um so we'll see what they have against the browns next week i think that's going to be a really interesting game because two teams although it's 
not in the same conference, two teams that really need that win to get themselves at five and two and really solidify, you know, a playoff run. Uh, but this is a team where, I mean, dude, their schedule gets tough, really tough. I think. Seattle. So, yeah. You know, they go Browns, then it, which isn't easy. Ravens, commanders, Rams, 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles, Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. Like this could be a team that finishes nine and eight and yeah, you just look at it. Yeah. And you look at it and you're like that, that's a tough schedule. And it, let's say they finish nine and eight and get the seven seed. You know, that's not a team that you want to play if you're Philadelphia. <laughs> there we go. I do. It somehow gets back to that immediately. Well, well done. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I mean, Devon Witherspoon just killed a guy yesterday. Or Dude, he is so there. fun. I love Devon Witherspoon. I love, I love watching him play. Yeah. He's incredible. Uh, next game, Green Bay at Denver. I mean, Jordan loves, he stinks. Dude. Sorry, Green Bay. Oh my God. The offense stinks. They don't know what they are. They don't know what to do. His touch deep balls are horrible. I mean, I, I was so disappointed. And yet again, off a bye, how awful they looked offensively. How many touches does Aaron Jones have? Like, if any. Yeah, their offense. Oh my God. It was bad. This was a game. This was a bad game. I I don't know what it is. I don't, I mean, I guess I think LaFleur deserves the right to have another quarterback. So yeah. I I'm I'm still on the on the Lafleur train. I feel bad for Packers fans just because it's like this has been a guy they've had to hear about for three years, and now we know you're going to have to draft a quarterback, which is another team in the quarterback sweepstakes, which is interesting. So but, Mike Lisak sent a text two weeks ago. He said, "I already have the Packers quarterback, and it's terrifying because of the fit." Can it's I JJ wait? Oh, oh, sorry. Mm, I would have said JJ. That's the play action, the run game with the strong with throwing out like the Lambo, Michigan. It all just kind of yellow pants. It just kind of fit. Yeah, that's like uh, Bo Nix in New England. Was that who I said? Yeah, I said Bo Nix in yes. New England. Yeah. So we'll yeah we'll see. Be a fun fun draft talk this summer. But yeah, I'm, this great Green Bay's horrible. For it. They're, they're horrible. There's nothing else to say. Yeah, uh, Will texted me. He said that he got in Twitter Spaces, which I saw that. I don't know if you heard it or not. Was it? A, I didn't get in. I didn't get in. I need to find. I want to. Sometimes they're recorded, but he didn't did respond. He, he said he did. He texted me, but I didn't see it, so I texted him like three hours oh, later. I wish he texted us. Yeah, and um, always a therapeutic place. Like anybody who's a sports fan, just calling in. I know it's not radio, but like just calling in and talking to people and having like 50 people listen to you rant. It's the most therapeutic thing there as a, as a sports fan. So I'm glad he got just, that. But I'm pissed if you're a Packers talks. fan, like, Hey, we found out really early. Like, mm-hmm. here's a question. Justin Fields stays healthy. So I'm just trying to put it into perspective and I'm not, I don't want to make it a bears Packers thing, but I'm just trying to say like, I guess you can even say with the giants, like Daniel Jones stays healthy. He has flashes. This is why Justin Fields is better. He has flashes. He has bad games. And you get to the end of the season. You have a top 10 draft pick. You're like, yep. what do we do? Do we build around him? Do we draft a quarterback? Like, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. The Green Bay Packers, as of now, have a clear answer. It is get a different quarterback. And I think that is something that is beneficial because it sucks as a sports fan where you're like, I don't know what to do. And I hope we don't pick wrong. So. I totally agree. Uh, they they know. And look, one bad year of not having a quarterback. Welcome to the rest of the world. Um, I know yeah, Rogers yeah. has been out some seasons, but come on. Well, welcome. Welcome to what the NFL is really like. Uh, 
Some of those fun. teams have it easy, man. I guess I was like the same way. I, I had Eli Manning and then Dino That's Jones. So I, us, but yeah, we're we've just... certainly had our had our battle wounds <laughs> on the other side. So yeah, Colts um, fans have had it worse than Giants fans. Like Giants fans, it truly went yeah. Daniel Jones after Eli Manning, but you guys had to deal with some stuff. <laughs> so. We were still dealing with some stuff. No, but we not even really. Um, a lot of very special people with very special takes in the space, which did not help. <laughs> Oh, I wish I could have heard it, dude. Because uh, those Twitter people are probably still so nice. Still, that is one thing about Twitter Spaces. Like, my God, oh, uh, you. I guess that'd be different, yeah. Because my God, you get some idiots on them where you're like, dude, shut up, cut the guy, cut him, cut him, make it stop. I feel bad for love. I, I bet it's just a lot of like sympathy. Like they're way too nice. It's not New York people. Like, oh, New York guys. people. Jordan Love would have been axed as a murderer already if he was playing in New York. Yeah, I think that. With the HBT account, like, should we start like uh, a Sunday night spaces if one of the teams that our listeners care about like shit the bed? Just I, we to, need to figure like, out. We need to figure out how to get the spaces world. Seven people it. would be on it, but it's like just guys being like us, Will, Mike, Owen. I think Mitch. we're just gonna have to try to figure out. I think we're gonna have to find who had the worst loss, immediately jump into theirs, hop on, and let them know. Like hey. every week, we're starting our own. It's yep. not going to be till next year, I think, but I think we would have to start building that now. Yeah. Like whoever has the worst loss next week, we find it, we go in there, we let them know, and then we give them an outlet later on. And I, I have a couple teams because like, just because of who I follow, like I always find the Browns, Twitter spaces, I, the Raiders ones, Giants ones, the Colts ones, the Packers ones, the Bears ones. So, um, but yeah, I think that we need to build like an HBT Twitter space where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, like Sunday night, while we're waiting for America's night of football to start, like, hey, yeah, this week we're focused on this team. <laughs> you have the Twitter account awesome. access. I have absolutely no idea what the password is anymore. So, but oh. I think that would be fun where it's just, just give people a space. And it's yeah. not their team. So it's not like they have to go through all of their fans where they're like, oh my God, this guy's an idiot. Yep. I mean, yeah, just 30 minutes. Come and chat. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's good. We'll put that in the idea. Drink back. a glass of sheesh, you know? Yeah, bring a glass of sheesh with you. A little Sunday night sheesh. Uh, next one, Kansas City with the Chargers. Um, I am done. I am done. I'm done with the Chargers. Um, I don't know how you don't fire them. How many times can we say that? Add that to the how many times can we not say this? Like, you know, it's not like they played horrible, but it's just, geez, man. It's got to be so like, frustrating. Yeah, I feel like they were in it. Uh, yeah. I mean, the game started but... off as a shootout. It was fun. And then they just plateaued. Uh, their um, second half possessions went 11 plays, 73 yards, pick, three and out, three and out, three and out, pick. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, and once again, you know, Chiefs defense, just uh, Bolton's out now for two months with a dislocated wrist. We'll see how they respond from that injury. But uh, this defense, once again, holds a team under 20. So it's just. It's good defense. And this I don't is, want it's, I don't like it though. You know, you're not allowed to have a good defense and like be, you can't win games because your defense in the regular season. If you have Mahomes, that's, that's not fair. As a fantasy owner of Mahomes, it has been frustrating because he hasn't had to throw the ball as much. Um, yeah. He had a better game this game, right? The deep ball to MVS Kelsey got one. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it is funny. Like I always forget with the chiefs, like AFC fans hate the chiefs and like, I I'm so indifferent. Yeah, like I think the front I, I'm indifferent right now because we suck, but I, I, I want to be there. 
want to yeah. get back to it. I used to always funny because yeah. it's like I, you know, you hear about it with other sports where it's like Eastern Conference, Western Conference, and like uh, NL and AL. But I don't really know too many people on the other side, I guess, because like baseball, I don't really talk to people about the Yankees. I kind of just yeah. rant about it at random times, and like basketball, like all of my friends are East teams, um, so we kind of have a disdain for each other. But football, it's like I am truly one of the only NFC it feels like and the the guys I talk most I guess the guys I talk most with you and Mitch are right. AFC so I hear all of the AFC disdain and I'm like you guys like when I talk at NFC disdain nobody's jumping on my side and then I'm like well I guess that makes sense because I don't well, jump so we on all the AFC like, side. We, I like Philly yeah we all yeah. like Philly yeah and AJ I, Brown them it's sick so yeah yeah it goes both ways it does I both. will say I do like the Niners I do like the uh Vikings so I do like NFC teams there you go but the NFC has uh, been different because there's never been an NFC team that's kind of run the NFC. Yeah. Not in our lifetime necessarily. I mean, the Packers are always good, but they always lost in the playoffs. And then, yeah. Like if you go through NFC Super Bowl contenders, right? Like it's been pretty random. Philly, Tampa Bay. Cardinals had a run. Cardinals. Panthers Jets had a run. Panthers. Falcons had a run. Falcons. It's completely random. Rams yeah. have been there twice. It's Rams. completely random. Yeah. Panthers again. I'm trying to think. I was like, oh, three. Yeah. yeah. So it's different. Cowboys it haven't is. been there. They have not. Time. I'm going to point that one out. Um, CMC down to the two. Uh, last one San Francisco, or I'm sorry, Miami. That's San Francisco in my head. Miami at Philadelphia. Um, really impressive showing by Philadelphia. Um, this was the Philadelphia yeah. team we hadn't seen all year. Yep. So. They're physical up front. They made explosive plays finally down the field. Um, and this is like classic, the kind of Miami, the aqua pants, cold weather, night game. Do you trust that they're tough enough? And I wouldn't say they weren't, but they definitely got killed up front. So. Yeah, I have in two takeaways. I have two takeaways. And number one is about the front. And I thank you, Mitch, for joining the cause and getting a player injured on the tush push. But we got to get a way to stop that. Oh, did they try it? The Raiders tried to get uh, someone hurt. No, the Bears did it, and one of the Raiders defenders got hurt. Mm. Um, but we got it because that last drive, it was like third and one, fourth and one, third and one, fourth and one, tush, push, tush, push, tush, push. Tush, it was push. annoying. It was annoying. Although it was like every time they got the ball to the one yard line, they're like, it's a first down. And they did yep. it at their own 25, and it was literally every single time down the field. And that was, I was. Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Uh, that was that was very frustrating to deal with. Luckily, I don't have to worry about it. And my second takeaway was, my God, I hate Kevin. Stif- I want to punch him in the face. Or Nick, uh, Sir- Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, not Kevin Stefanski. Nick Sirianni. Yeah. God, I want to, dude. Him doing the incomplete on the. Oh my gosh, I was. Yep. Uh, I I was like He's tired. I was like, oh my God, I hate him. I hate him. He's a jackass. He has been. That's the way he's been. Dude, he's, and you know what? They've won. It's just I want to. Oh, I want to get one in the face, man. But they, 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 they've won. They keep winning. They look good. Um, Hurts. I don't even know if he's all the way healthy. He got banged up in the first half, but he's still. I mean that that throw where he gets smoked. It's just incredible. I mean, he drops it in the basket. Uh, they're just a damn good team. Like Lane Johnson, somehow miracle recovery is back, ready to play. Yeah, in Miami, I wouldn't be too concerned. This is a playoff team. Uh, you know. 
they're getting Jalen Ramsey back. A lot will be decided then. I, I'm not worried. I didn't come away concerned with Miami, I would say. They didn't do great offensively. They couldn't run the ball, but I, I wasn't worried about them after this. No, in Miami, um, you know, it, it wasn't a 14-point game. They had a, a pick in the red zone late that kind of, that led to the drive. So I thought it was closer. There was, you know, that face mask on Jeff Wilson. My God. Yeah. How at least got the pick more. six the next play. Exactly. Um, yeah. but I I thought that they played closer than that. But yeah, the running game wasn't there. Philadelphia didn't really fall for any of the tricks. Like every time you were like they were trying to break outside, it was only a five-yard gain. Philly never really let them get upfield. And I, I I feel like personally, they just they got a little cute at times. If you're Philly, like I mean not Philly, Miami, like, hey, like, can we win a game where we don't get cute? Like this is a team that we can attack their secondary. Like you really can attack yep. their secondary. They just did a lot of things. Like some were cool, but some you're like, that was such a weird play design for a five yard game. Like what were right. we trying to do there? Um, so I think that's my one big concern where it's like going to Arrowhead in January and it's cold right. and you're wearing aqua pants and you're trying to get five yards by running a double reverse hatchback past Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Like can we just run the ball down their throat? Yep. Uh, and on the Philly side, the only concern would probably be the secondary. Terrell Edmonds is supposed to be doubling Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill runs right by him and scores. So what does Philly do? They trade him and get Kevin Byard, who's just, you know, one of the most consistent safeties in the league. Um, so once again, Tennessee is uh, um, just gift wrapping Philly a weapon this time on defense. Yeah, that's dumb. You texted me that when I was going to my golf lesson, so I was a little – focus on something else and i saw the notification and i was like that doesn't make any sense that's probably why zach sent that and yeah now i'm really thinking about that yep kevin byard is an eagle yeah and i will so. say uh miami i know chris collinsworth who's like my favorite i love listening to i love like best broadcast i love listening to chris collinsworth because like when he talks it's like you know you know he did the research and like his stuff makes sense and he yep. kept pointing it out but i would see it with my own two eyes like it wasn't it wasn't like it was a hidden football knowledge fact, but Miami's route trees, my God, how many times do they have two guys right on top of each other? So yeah, we got to fix that. Yeah. Miami. Cause I don't know if that was Waddle being out and the guys having to fill in at spots until Waddle got back at the end or what? Cause yeah, guys were, it was, it was wild. both times. I think it was most was in it both times. I think it might've been Waddle might've been in one of them or Hill was in the other. So. Yep. That is the week seven. Uh, next week we have all the game. All everyone's playing. No buys next week, so we'll have a longer yeah, one for you next week. Um, week eight. Justin's at – we're both on San Francisco, but either way, Justin has cut it from a seven-point deficit to a six-point deficit, so climbing his way back. 1% better every day, brother. That is. Uh, let's get to our awards here, your Offensive Player of the Week. Offensive Player of the Week has to just be Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson or Gus Edwards just kind of – I mean, they just mm – -hmm. 38 points against this Lions team that we really weren't expecting. They came out hot. They came out firing. I think if they kept the pedal on the metal, like we saw Miami do against Denver, this would have been a 60 point uh, turnout. So I'm just going to go with Lamar slash Gus Edwards. I'm going to go with uh, AJ Brown, 10 catches, 137 yards and a touchdown. It's, I think the stat came out. He had like, was it five games in a row or something like that with 125 yards now? I mean, just easily one of the top five receivers now in the game. Uh, he's absolutely dominant. Even worse when he gets the ball in his hands on short routes because he's just impossible to bring down. So, A.J. Brown. My defensive player of the week, it's not close. It's Miles Garrett. That was uh, that shit was terrifying. 
Yeah, I figured that. Funny picking a defense player of the week that allowed 38 points, but neither here nor there. What's the point of defense, Zach? Squat jumping over people while allowing less amount of points. I will say two of our biggest chunk plays, a touchdown and a 40-yard catch to Pierce, were because Miles went offsides. So maybe he doesn't serve it. That's the only reason we scored the other times. Yeah, but uh, I would say he did enough to win that one. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Uh, mine's just kind of going to be a like overarching thing because I saw some stats on it. And I, I'm not going to give it to the Giants again, but although they kind of deserve it, Joey Porter Jr. has been balling out. Like if you look at his stats, like when he's on the field versus off the field, this this secondary is clearly different. I I really like this rookie receiving class. Like I'm I'm, it's crazy to see so much success between Deontay Banks, uh, Weatherspoon, Joey Porter Jr. Like Christian. Gonzalez was doing well before he got hurt. So I, I love this rookie receiving class. I might just start rotating. I mean, cornerback class, sorry. I might just start yep. rotating who gets it. No, it's, yeah, it's it's fun when the young guys do well early at the skill positions because it's hard. It's hard to come into the league and play at that level consistently, especially at corner, which is, you know, arguably the second or third hardest spot to play in the game. Arguably the hardest, Zach. Not arguably the hardest. Nope. <laughs> second. Arguably the second or third. Yeah. Left tackle, tight end, corner, yeah. I was in quarterback one. Quarterback Correct. Two. Yeah. Quarter two. You could make the argument for two, just not one. Yeah. Uh, miscellaneous. You didn't want to talk too much on it, but I think he deserves it. Uh, yeah. We go Tyler Badgett. Yeah. First interval start. It's, going yeah, from it's D2 awesome. to NFL. Like, I, I just have to give him a shout out. I think it's cool. Like, well, Tyson Badgett, not Tyler Badgett. Um, will he be successful? Who knows? But. I think Big Cat said it best on part of my take this morning where it's like he just solidified himself as like I can be like he's going to be a backup quarterback for 10 years because he mm-hmm. I, I, she showed he can win games. Let's see how he does next week. Um, but that jump, just kind of the story, it's awesome. Good for him. And I think he deserves some recognition. So there's a helmet sticker. No, he does. I was going to give it to him as well if you didn't because, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the really reason I didn't want to entertain it because especially with Chicago listeners, I'm not going to do this whole – is he the quarterback of the future now? We're not, we're just no. not getting into that. We're not getting no. into that. Um, is he the back of quarterback of the future? Yes. Now we can talk. Gardner Jr. with his vibes and kind of energy, yeah. I think, has some Gardner to him for sure. How did they score already? Thing. Oh, my God. Jordan Addison, 60 yards, touchdown. What? To end the half? It was like the yeah. last play of the half. Yeah. Third and six. I stopped watching. Did they they miss the extra point? Oh my god! Who gets the ball back at the beginning of the? Hopefully, look at the 49ers. Oh, my gosh. oh. Um. Okay, I am going with. Um. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's do this for you, Justin. I'm going with Jordan Addison. Four catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Congrats to the Vikings on winning the game. Huge win. Uh, well done, Jordan Addison. Two yeah. touchdowns in the first half. It's Congrats a shame I'm out of Survivor now, Zach. Yeah. Thank you for bringing yeah, that no up. It's to a talk shame. About it in the preview. Congrats, yeah. everybody. Give it up. Like, yeah. hey, skull. 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 It's so hard to do. Uh, yeah, so congrats to them. Uh, Bozo of the Week. Bozo dubbed over, sponsored by Nathaniel Hackett and Brandon Staley. Um, I hate to do it because he doesn't deserve it. I'm trying to, you know what? I'm not going to give it to him. I was thinking maybe Shane, because the end of the first half is really bad, but we scored 38 against the Browns. That's ridiculous. Uh, Matt LaFleur. I, I, I just don't get what this offense is supposed to be. You have no identity. You have no purpose of what you should be. 
and everyone knows it. it should be an Aaron Jones game, Aaron Jones game, Aaron Jones game, play action. Jordan Love was nine for nine in play action, yet you continue to try to just go into this weird game where you don't know what to do until it's too late. So Matt LaFleur, it's my bozo dubbed over. That's a really good one. Um, you know, I'm going to do it because at some point we have to make a stand and we talked about it for long enough. Arthur Smith. Mm. I know they won. I know they won, but yep. it wasn't call. necessarily any egregious, uh, you know, I, I we kind of made this award because it's like, hey, who can make the dumbest time decision? And there wasn't necessarily yep. any egregious offenders, although Ron Rivera, but it's like, hey, they suck. We know what Ron Rivera is. But Arthur Smith, my God, like if you really – it, this Atlanta team would be frisky, I think, with Heineke at quarterback. Like a guy who's won – like knows how to kind of win with these uh, average teams, like competed in a playoff game. Yep. If you're Philadelphia and Taylor Heineke walks in as a seven seed. So. Yep. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That's our third Philly might go down as the two seed comment of the night. Yep. Um, that'll do it. Week seven. We got week eight coming up. Uh, obviously, stay alive for the Justin and Zach win for the next five, um, even though Justin doesn't want to yet until they win next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am aboard it. So, Justin, any closing thoughts? No. Um, had soup tonight. Let's enjoy the fall season. I know you, Indy, for me, it's going to feel like summer again, but and I know kind of for you guys, enjoy the fall weather. Enjoy the football, sit on the couch, drink a glass of wine during Monday Night Football where you record a podcast because you can because it's football season. So it looked like San Francisco picked the ball off. Jordan Addison ripped it from him as he was about to try to catch it. Like they were both kind of going for it, but the San Fran guy clearly had it. And Addison ripped it from him and, and housed it. I like him. Burke. I might be cursed. Yep. Burke, take his I'll let the fish rod fly off the back of the boat Got the summertime vibes, ain't no need for a coat I might think of a line, so I'll write it in notes In the morning I'ma check if it sinks or it floats Always got a blunt between the index and thumb Everybody always saying that we too young Hey, I don't need any more advice on my lungs I understand they're black, I rap and it's fun Fin sticking up so they see me coming Catchy as a wide out, everybody humming Message on red, I don't like the phone buzzing About to drop the bomb, call that shit a dirty dozen Was it too deep, too shallow, was it right? Swimming through the water all day, all night Stay in your lane, cause I'm cruising through mine After all, I got a bag of all these summertime rhymes Got these summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, no one could imagine I'm pretty busy taking in the sunshine Runs in my bloodline, catch me on cloud nine Big bass, back of the John boat Collect these big notes, they try to stay float Summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage Feeling like a motherfucking savage It's true, I'm feeling like a savage reborn It's like 21, turn 21 more Together fast as Jack Rob, turn around the corn Head to home, watch me go about 12 bars more Fuck it, I'ma go replace the whole mixtape I just had to go back and make sure the shit's great It is, by the way this shit's dope Should probably throw a flag for me Coming with the hits late That's just the toll That a fan of this road takes I don't know about that I just know about this Wherever the crowd at Probably where Burke is That's about as simple As it gets with the equation All I know is It's the end of deep sea navigation Come and get my captain's hat And gather round Ain't nobody know about that I'll lay it down Fuck it I could freestyle shit To pass time After all I got a bag Of all these summertime rhymes Got these summertime rhymes In my baggage Feeling like a savage No one could imagine I'm pretty busy taking in the sunshine Runs in my bloodline, catch me on cloud nine Big bass, back of the John boat Collect these big notes, they try to stay float
Summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage Feeling like a motherfucking savage